Today's opening quote is, Wanderlust, a noun, a strong innate desire or urge to rove or travel and explore the world. Oxford English Dictionary. Great episode. Cannot believe you're now on the island of spice. I cannot believe how unorganized you are. (laughs) But God really favors you. You truly have a blessing over you. And of course, it's your birthday. So of course you should get where you need to go. That's why people need to understand if you speak it out, your affirmation will come back to you. So keep it up. Keep enjoying. Keep hot footing it and roaming around. Tay! People, this is another episode of Just Crazy Sharon. I really don't know if outdoor recording is a thing that I should be engaging in. And I definitely should not be drinking on the job. Let me just say that. So, as a caveat in advance of this episode, because I've listened back to it before I decided to to publish it to you all. Hmm. You're going to need to turn the volume up in parts. And then you might get irritated with the background noise. Okay, and then there's a part of the episode where I'm sitting at a table with a group of people and their mouth is louder than my mouth. I didn't realise that their mouth was going to be louder than my mouth. I was talking quite loudly to myself, I thought. But in the recording and in the playback, it turns out that you can hear others louder than you can hear me. So let me apologise in advance of you listening for any frustration and irritation that you may experience in from listening to this episode. I'm sorry. But it is a good episode, though. Hello, good people. This is Sharon Harris with another edition of the Hot Foot Rose podcast. Hi. This episode is called Arich. Arich Grenada. Beach Grenada, a beach. You know, if you listen to the previous episodes, you will know about the journey, the adventure that it took for me to reach Grenada. I was determined to reach because it was my birthday present to myself. I didn't arrive on my birthday. I was in Barbados for my birthday, impromptu, but I made it to Grenada for carnival, which was just wicked. I um, I came for five days. Well, I had my accommodation booked for five days. And I then extended my stay by like another three days and then I, you know, booked a ticket to go on to my next stop, which I'll talk about later. But yeah, I want to talk about Grenada. So I'm staying in a place called Paddock in the parish of St. George's and I'm staying in a guest house called St. Anne's, St. Anne's Guest House. Let me just say, right, you see when you're, you're, you're lastminute.com like I am, then I'm not making no complaints. I'm not complaining about anything. It's not a complaint. It's just um, a, a, a wor- newsworthy piece of information that I'm just sharing with one and all. St. Anne's Guest House in Paddock, coming like Hotel Transylvania. So in the event that you were looking to come to Grenada for carnival at any year, the hotel looks exactly as it did the year that it was built. 
and that might have been in like 1952 i don't know but it's got it's like the dried flowers are more dead than they were when they were first dead and dried the plastic plants and the plastic that yeah that shit is just so horrible and the smell of musk I'm on animal watch every day anyway, just in case I start to crawl out of the floorboards or something. Everything is rickety and there's two older, older Grenadian women that run it. And you know, they're in my business. Oh God, where are you going? Oh God, you just coming back? Wait, you're gone again? Mm-hmm. In my business, yeah? In my business. And my big tune for Grenada Carnival is actually a song called Funky Business. Now, I thought it was a Grenadian song. I checked online, it's actually from St. Vincent, but somebody's going to correct me. All Grenadians have claimed it as their own. So there's a really big um, soca tune called Funky Business. And with lots of soca songs, there's always like a double meaning. So he says, mind your funky business. I don't know the name of the artist, but just YouTube it. Um, he says, mind your funky business, but you know, when the DJ pauses that space or drops that, drops the sound on that space, everybody says, mind your fucking business, mind your fucking business. And it's so true that like, people just be fast in, in the wonderful Caribbean. But I guess it wouldn't be wonderful without the fastness. So anyway, where am I? So I'm on the beach, you know, the famous Grand Anne's, well you don't know, so that's why I'm telling you. So I'm on the famous Grand Anne's beach in Grenada. It is so hot today. Like, I don't know what degrees it is. And I've come to the beach about three, it's now, it's 3.30 p.m. But I don't like to go to the beach early. People like to go to the beach. I like to go late. I like to go when the sun's coming down. So I think in half three, you know, it will start coming down. No, I've never been one to run from the sun. I'm running from the sun today. Trust me, I'm trying to find a little, a little space, a little shade, a little... I'm actually standing up recording the show because I'm trying my best to find a little shade, but I found a little shade. And I'm staying here until the sun comes down. Or oh, actually, I might go inside and get a cocktail still. Hmm. Anyway, Grand Anne's Beach. So the area that I'm staying in is really close to everything. And as a person that's traveling solo, I personally like to be close to where everything is. So um, like I said, I'm staying in a place called Paddock. And literally as I walk down a small hill, or really like a slope, I'm into the gas station so I can pick up my bits that I want. And then in the gas station is the bus stop. And the bus stop takes me to, to and from town or to the wider part of town or further into the area known as Grand Hand. Takes me to the beach, takes me to um, a couple of spots as well. Like there's quite a, a well-known spot called Wall Street and Wall Street's like a strip where the people usually kind of lime and hang out and, and, and um, eat. There's lots of like barbecue jerk, jerk spots or um fish fry spots as well so when you're coming back from the rave um it's easy to just drop by wall street and pick up pick up a little food so there's that so let me tell you i landed on carnival saturday my friend from uk has sent me a whole list of stuff 
oh he sent me a whole list of stuff and uh in terms of parties where to go things to do and i had no idea so obviously i'm just going by myself i'm gonna just pick whatever i feel sounds good at the time so it's kind of like a toss a coin business and um that's pretty much what i did so the saturday i landed there was panorama still pan panorama which is like the national competition for the best still pan band and then the same night there were two big fets called um pure white and pure white okay there's pure white in town and there was pure white in country so obviously i'm in town i didn't know that the second one was actually in country i just knew it wasn't close to me so as i said i had just arrived so i just went with what was closest to me and the lineup that i favored so the lineup that i went to was bungee garland Faye and lions voice all from trinidad uh skinny fabulous from st vincent and the grenadines and then the soca monarch winners uh, little natty and thunder from grenada and a couple other grenada artists as well lava man was on the bill yeah if you're a soca head you'll know those names if you're really not into soca what i've just said just sound like blah 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 so blah 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 so you know there is uh, you know people run late out here let's just just, just cut to the chase people run late so the fit uh, started around 10 p.m that was what it was scheduled to start at and i said well i know people run late so let me reach for 12. and what it was the fet was starting the fet took place in the exact same venue as the panorama so it was in the national stadium so when the panorama was finishing those of tickets which you just spilled into the arena so i said well let me reach for 12. how late can panorama go on to got myself a taxi got down to the stadium met a really cool taxi guy actually but by the way trying to find a taxi at midnight was a challenge so you know i'm staying in the guest house they've got loads of taxi cars on the board i'm calling 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 nobody's picking up no one's available i'm not getting through to no one i realize it's kind of a saturday and obviously there were two big fets going on as i said the two pure white ones so those who weren't hiring car were packing taking taxi Anyway, it took me about half an hour, 45 minutes to find a cab, right? And I just Googled a man and just did it did dog shit, blah, 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 ippa dippa doo da, rare, 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 picked one. And so I found this guy, his name's Clinton, he's local, obviously he's local. Because <laughs> they don't do Uber out here, people. So I'm going to come to Grenada thinking you're going to get Uber, forget that. So... Um, Clinton was very very cool really really nice guy I actually ended up his number was actually his home number because it was a lady that answered the phone I'm like okay I feel quite comfortable that I've googled someone's number and females picked up okay maybe she's like the manager or, or, or one of the support staff and um, when I met when I called back again just to um, find out whether or not the driver was on whatsapp and she said yes not on this number excuse me his mobile number so we whatsapped him he arrived and then we just got chatting and it was cool and he said how did you get my number anyway and i said i just googled he goes but you called my house so thank god for that 
So I felt quite comfortable getting the cab because, you know, it's darkness by eight o'clock around here. So by half 11 midnight when I was rolling out, it was just pure darkness. Now I get to understand that the stadium was literally a bus ride from me. And as I said, the bus, um, bus stop was literally at the bottom of the hill. But I didn't know that. And it was late at night. I said, let me try, let me take the cab. And it was cool. And I've kept him as a cab driver for me to use my time here. But I've met friends, people, as I do, you know. So I haven't really needed to take any cabs since then. Anyway, let me take back Carnival Weekend. So Saturday was the big pure white fit. I got there after midnight and that went on. I left there about 8 a.m. Shit, well, I was falling asleep between acts because that thing was serious. Thank God. I said, you know what? Since you're a woman of a certain age, Sharon, why not just take a seat? You know, it's a stadium. So they were seating in the bleachers, got a nice seat, had a good view. And that was my seat for the night. So anytime I wanted to get up and walk up and whine, I could. When I wanted to sit down, because I decided to wear heels to the fet. Don't ask. And no, I did not have white to wear. I just wore whatever was in the suitcase. And um, yeah, my feet were hurting after about six hours of standing up. But it was a good fet. Like I said, all the artists that I liked was on the bill. It was really nice, it was packed, nice vibes. I met some, some locals who'd been last year and previous years and they were like, oh, it's not as good as, as it was last year. But I enjoyed it, so yeah, that's all that mattered to me. How much was the fit? It was about 30 pounds. It could have been 30 pounds, which was good for quite a big lineup and a long night as well. International DJs, big artists and stuff like that. So it was good and it was in the stadium, as I said easy to get to no rigmarole and for those who went to the country fair you had to be driving for that shit um country fair had fan lines on the bill and shal marshall two big artists from trinidad i thought that was weird as well you were in grenada but the big acts are from trinidad okay i ain't feeling that but anyway i've got a whole new appreciation for grenadians grenadian soca because once upon a time Oh, by the way, I'm going to be talking about a lot of soca and a lot of carnival in this episode. If you ain't down for any of that, I'm going to tune in next time. I'm just saying. But then don't tune out because, you know, there's stuff to talk about. I want to share. So, uh, where was I? Where was I? I'm human, I forgot. Drats. I may need to upgrade from that anchor app because you're, you're messing up my program now. Make me lose stuff, I'm not happy about that. Anyway, um, I talked about the set on Saturday. So Sunday I went to a day party on Grand Island in Southern Spice Mountain called um, Beach Bum. Funny enough, they actually just texted me today, which is a week after the fair, just to say thanks for coming. So, yeah, it was good, it was a good fair. I know this is, it's going to come across quite weird. I'm sat at a table with some strangers and I'm just talking to myself. And um, so I came in from the burning sun and I came to a bar called Umbrellas to order myself a cocktail because, yeah, 
I like rum. It's a bit open. And this cocktail has rum in it, so I'm drinking. I've been drinking since every single day since the hundreds of eighth of August. I swear down, I have actually been drunk ever since that day. I was just like, every time I go to sleep and wake up, I'm, I'm, I'm waking up drunk. It's not like me, it's not an alcohol, but you know. It's not easy to go this far. So I'm struggling. I know. At some point, I'm just going to have to go, you know, detox. Like my own kind of... Shave on the side and shave. Rehabilitation. Instead of rehabilitation, you know. Anyway. So, I've been thinking every single day since the 8th of August. And Hotel Transylvania is not a place where one can get good sleep. Because over the carnival period, there was a group of crazy, flamboyant, super camp GAY men in the room next door to me. They were so loud. Like, they were loud. I, they're Grenadian, but I don't know if they're Grenadian living abroad, you know, living overseas. Um, um, states or UK, but they were Grenadian in Halifax when when they were on the island. And then that was big. Yeah. They come in like rooster and alarm clock at seven a.m. in the morning. It was just there now. Yeah, we're in that way. Oh my god. I tell you, I'm like, that's a lot at 7 a.m. when I just got in at 4. I am so drunk. Into the consideration of this. So, that was a lot of noise for the days during the past period. Thankfully, they left as soon as Palm had come. But Hotel Transylvania is not really a place where one can sleep. Like I said, I'm on Animal Watch, didn't I say that? Yeah, you know, the bed smells nasty, and it's just a really strange space. So, the bed is insane. So, I feel like I'm sleeping on a globe custard. Not in a nice way. You know, like, you could be in a computer or something, and it's comfortable, it's got that switch to it, and it's switch, man. It's just lumpy, like, lumpy custard from primary school. That's what it feels like. Um... I lost my train of thought. I think I mentioned in um, an Instagram post. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. I'm on Twitter now as well. I'm fixed up with Twitter. I'm fixed it up. I just needed to confirm some security stuff and it took me ages. I don't really like the fact that these, these social media people want all your business, you know. Asking your name, your number, where you live, who your mother. That's too much. Too much, man. I was when gonna post stuff. I'm gonna post stuff under hot foot ground. I'm not trying to hide my real name, but you know, sometimes you just wanna put it under, under your, your, you know, your brand. One is building a brand, you know. Sometimes, sometimes which I find is a bit, I find it a little bit asinine, but hey. I'm building a brand for real, though. I think I am, anyway. I think I am. We'll see how it all pans out. Anyway, I'm on Twitter at the moment. And I'm on Twitter as Hotfoot Rome. So you can follow me at Hotfoot Rome on Twitter. I don't even think I've got followers to us okay. on Twitter. I haven't really worked with Twitter. I need to link it to my Instagram. Yeah, I need to do that. But if you prefer Twitter, I'm on at Hotfoot Rome on Twitter. And obviously you can see pics and stuff on Instagram. So follow me at Hotfoot Rome on Instagram. So as I've mentioned, I think it was either on Instagram. 
all on the last episode. I actually don't write anything down. Like, this is all my words off the top of my head. And today I've got a vibe, let me just record the show. Because I don't want to get behind like I did previously. I want to kind of stay on top of stuff. So I catch a vibe on the beach and at the bar, umbrellas, like I told you. Let me just record a little something, something. I ain't written nothing down, so this is going to be another one of those jump around episodes. Because I'm excitable, people, you know, I'm excited. I'm in Grenada, I've been wanting to come to Grenada for many a year, and um, I really, really wanted to come to Grenada for my birthday this year, so that's what I've done. And so talk about it, share it with you. So as I mentioned, it's going to be a lot of soca talk, a lot of fet talk. Yeah, there is this one. And, like I said, I met lots of really interesting people. But the anchor app is just pissing me off a little bit, so it's going to be in little seconds, extra little seconds as well, because I've done a lot of 20 minutes a minute ago. I'm not having that happen again. As I was basically drunk upon recording the show, and the people next to me, they joined my table, nothing I could do about it got so loud I was inaudible. So I had to re-record the episode, much to my own distress. I tried my hand at audio editing, that really isn't my lane, but I tried, no joy. Let's just say when your operating system isn't Windows or iOS, options are limited. Anyway, drunk Sharon made a vibe on the episode, you know, but my mouth got too loose for my own good. I want to go back to Grenada at some point in life. So re-record it is. By the way, ladies, right, I'm, I'm not one to encourage infidelity in relationships. I'm really not, and that's not what I'm about to say. Grenada got some nice looking guys, you know. You know, Barbados has some nice looking guys too. Aruba, eh. And the ones that were good looking at actually from Suriname, St. Martin, Curacao, Haiti. But like a Reuben Bournemouth, few and far between. Well, few, few, few. But, um, yeah, you need to. I'm just saying, it's just a suggestion. When you um, come to Grenada, just whine like you're single. That's all you need to do, like wine like this thing. But if you're into a man of locks, Jesus, nothing is out here. Enough, enough, enough. Even the ones without locks are sexy. You know, I've had two Bahama mamas now, and um, kind of hitting my head still, you know. But it's true I was drunk from yesterday. In fact, it's true I've been drunk since the 8th. I've been drunk about 10 days in a row, 11. That's a lot of drinking. That's a lot of drinking. Sunday, I went to an event called Beach Bum. My friend from UK had sent me a whole load of event stuff. I just did an ipidipidoodah thingy. There were breakfast fets, brunch fets to choose from, and they had sold out pretty quick, actually. Um, true, I was umming and ahhing, because I don't know which was worth it. I don't know where they really, reloca- really reloca- where they were really located. So I just went with the one that was closest and easiest for me to get to. Straight bus from mine to there. That was the one I picked. So the beach party started about three. I got to about 5.30 because um, 
People run late here. I get there. Place is dead, you know. Why are people getting to the day fair, the day party at night? I thought, great. I picked a dud fit in it. I take a little walk around his bed. The event took place at the Grand and Spice Market, a marketplace situated on the beach, on the Grand Anne's beach. And the market is free to enter every day of the week. Usually, from the market, you can walk straight out onto the beach. Well, you know you had to pay to get into the fair, right? So I paid about 12 US, which I was easy with. That's about nine pound. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what the venue was like. So the flyer also said that there'd be some special performances. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm easy with the nine pound. I looked at the spice market, had a look around and stuff. Um, I had to leave the venue to go onto the beach. So anybody who thought, oh, let me just go to the beach and roll into the fet when I'm ready. Uh, no. No, that was gated off with security, right? Unless you had a wristband, there was none for you. I thought, shit, man. I picked the dud for in it. So I thought, let me just get my drink and food and try and make the most of it. So I stopped at a bar that was just there. Um... I come to find out it's actually called Ash's Bar, and I actually met Ash on my, on my timing grenade, in my timing grenade, several times. And the food's good there. For me, it was all about fishing my timing grenade, anyway. Made a new friend at the bar, as you do, you know? We just got chatting, and we became friends, innit? And he's actually been my friend ever since which was cool. We hung out for the whole duration of my stay, which was amazeballs. You know, I held a wine or two, of course, because, you know, I'm at the fit. Um, the event actually turned out to be good in the end, believe it or not. The Soccer Monarch Champs, Lucky and Thunder, they performed their winning tune section, which is huge. And the vibes was nice, actually. People finally turned up in the night time. But yeah, it was, it was a good look. It was a good look for a little £12, $12 fit. Yeah, I'm getting bitten like crazy. Seriously, I'm getting bitten more than anywhere else. I've been to. They're out of order. Anyway, I've just been scratching as I speak. I'm not going to get to shoot a scratch. But my legs then mark up a scar up from Brazil. So, you know, they can scar up for the year. So, hey ho, I just woke with it. Trolling for cocoa butter and I'm coming up. And, um, yes, yeah, I was going to wear right. my dress with my feathers. So after and we thing, left and the beach bar, we went to. Oh, I hung out with him and his friends and stuff, and we went to some. We went to what well, he considered to be the guest home. Anybody that knows me knows I grew up in the hood. No, I'm, 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 I'm alright with the girl, it's fine. But apparently it's his girl girl. Like, okay then. And when he, anyone says girl girl, I'm expecting him. Shots firing. 
fight of some kind to break out. We're in the Caribbean, so someone's gonna do a cutlass on someone. Maybe a bottle might rock in somebody's head, you know, at least somebody's weave is gonna get tear off their head. But actually, no, it doesn't like that. I mean, the locals called this particular area Saigon. Now, I don't know the real name. We ended up at some rum shop and I was like, it was alright. That's a good vibe of two drink and things. Catch up with some people, we had some music. It was fine, I didn't mind. Um, and then after that, we rolled to Wall Street and got some food. And then that was a good night. Now, I wouldn't normally roll in the company of men, I just don't know. I wouldn't normally do that. But it felt fine. And. Spirit said all was well, and I felt safe, and I went with that. Now, I've had many a hairy moments on this journey. Grenada definitely was not one of them. It was all good. Grenada's famous juve morning jab-jab, which was just insane. Like I said, insane. Oh man, I can't even describe the images that I saw today. Now they do have Juve morning everywhere that has carnival, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Grenada does a thing called Jab Jab. So other places, including the UK, have like a Jab Jab section or Jab Jab group of people, or they'll have some element of Jab, but Grenada's Juve morning is all jab-jab. It is even the little kids that do jab-jab. And I'm going to tell you what jab-jab is and give you the history of jab-jab in a second. So Juve morning, for those who don't know, is the opening of Carnival. And the history of Carnival is um, a combination of a few things. Um, ultimately, it is when enslaved Africans were able to have a period for celebration which was usually around um, the harvesting of crops so Barbados carnival is called crop over specifically based around the harvesting of a particular crop or a season of crops in any one particular year with a lot of places um, carnival is centered around um, the Catholic Church calendar so it is the run-up to Ash Wednesday, so it'd be the days leading the the, the the Monday Tuesday leading up to Ash Wednesday that is Carnival, and again that would be a period of a day off for enslaved Africans. With Juve morning, that is the opening of Carnival, and again that has a two two meaning, two-sided meaning to it. Some carnivalist or some carnivalist historian is going to challenge my my um my take on the history but this is the history off the top of my head i ain't googled it people this is sharon's version of the history of carnival so juve morning as i said is the opening of carnival and it is a remembering the people that have died and who were not able to be there to celebrate carnival so remember remembering enslaved africans who have died who were unable to be at carnival that year it is also predominantly about making a mockery of slave owners, slave master, etc. And it, that is a huge aspect, is to, to make a mockery of 
your slave master and that how not only do you make a mockery of them and what they look like so you'll get people dressed up covered in white or covered in powder or painting their faces and ugly crazy imagery there's that but there's also um kind of i guess mocking they're making a mockery of their evil ways so that's where you'll have things like a devil or devils or what, what people would say to play the devil or to pay the devil even which is to which which is um like a pseudonym for paying your master for, his, for your freedom or paying your master with your life so those are some aspects of the history of carnival On Monday, I did Monday Night Mass, which was really good. Carnival on the road at night time, which was wicked. Um, bands leave about 7pm. Yeah, right. Because I got to my band at 9 and they were just leaving out. People just don't work to time out here, man. So don't start expecting that stuff here. Yeah, don't come with your, your UK, US, Canada time, European time. No, it just, it just let that go, okay? I cut up my t-shirt, as you do, hit the road because I'm ready and um, I'm just walking aimlessly because I don't have any, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't have no real sense of direction. My throat is really croaky, sorry. And um, it's really croaky. Hold on, let me have a drink. Sorry. Anyway, walking up the road and I bumped into two ladies that were also wearing the same t-shirt because I jumped with the band Amazing Colours. So I'm like, oh, where's the band? Where's the band? They're like, oh, it's up here. I'm like, do you mind if I walk with you? They're like, okay. So yeah, they were kind enough to walk me up the road, but they were like, don't really want this foreign girl walking of us, you know. Let's just stop here. The rest of the night is yours. Yeah, make your way. Like, all right then, ladies, thanks. So um, I was jumping with Amazing Colours, as I said, um, and that happened via my friend from UK. He said, I'll touch base with his female friend and see what she's up to, blah, 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 unless you've got someone to hang out with. So I touched base with her via WhatsApp and she sent me a link and I thought it was a bit expensive. I also thought it was actually in US dollars for the little bikini to bottoms and vest. I thought, damn. But it actually turned out to be EC dollars. So, so that was cool. Um, I couldn't come all the way to Grenada and not play Monday Night Mass in some way or another. That, just, that would just be wrong, irrespective of the price. So when I go to buy, for whatever reason, I'm getting charged US dollars. Okay. It's probably my card. All right, got it. For the little shorts and vests, paid a hundred US dollars. Okay, place my order the night before. I make my way to collect my bits and that. Nice campus opposite the bus terminal, so that's only a short bus ride from where I was staying. Got my order number, I'm all excited. Hire me to collect 15.03. So I get my bag check to make sure all the bits in there. So I get a glow stick, headband, drinks bottle, some other trinkets and thing. A tote bag, some people got a backpack. 
Cool. So I pull out the bottoms. People, if you see the panty, then the people want me to wear it in at the night. I tell the man, this ain't my size, but I ordered extra large. This ain't gonna fit me. Hear the man. Oh, man. We ran out of extra large, you know. When I saw your order, I was hoping it wasn't a large one. My brother, this isn't fitting me, okay? He's asking me, what are we gonna do? I'm asking you that question. What are we gonna do, brother? This is not extra large. Okay, this is gonna start cutting off my circulation and shit, and I'm gonna end up fainting on the road. That's not happening. It's too small. I'm expecting a 16 and giving me 12? No. So then his solution was to pull off a pair of shorts off the mannequin. He says, what about these shorts? Now, I had actually ordered shorts anyway, so I'm like, all right, cool. He tells me, oh, I know they look small, yeah, but they got four-way stretch. I said, what? I ordered extra large. You see what I'm working with? My batty isn't fitting in them little things, okay? I'm going to have more out than in. Hear him. But it's dark. No, I'm not doing it. That's not my style. You know what? You need to downgrade my package, you know? Yeah, yeah, you need to just... That's what I tell him, just downgrade my package. Because it turned out that there wasn't a big difference, well, not to me anyway, between, between, the, between what I had ordered and basically the next thing down. And the next thing down, I, I actually didn't see it on the website. But, um, yeah, the next thing down was like half the price. And I was get, still getting unlimited drinks. I'm like, well, I've got shorts in my suitcase, so just downgrade my package and I've got the T-shirt and the shorts, unlimited drink. I've got my glow stick, I've got my headband, I've got my stuff, so it don't make no difference to me anyway. Downgraded. And then um, I bumped into a sister I'd met in Juve Morning. She saw me in the mad crowd of people and she was on her own too. So there I was trying to figure out where my section was because there were t-shirts and tops galore. And then she found me. Oh my God, I can't believe it's you. And then we just jumped and screamed and shouted and then we had a great time. Jumped in the crowd. Um, and we had a blast. Drinks were flowing. We were both wavy. I had two mini bottles. You know, the ones that you clip on your bicycle. I had two mini bottles of rum punch. I was done. That was it. I was, I was, I was, I was finished. I was totally finished. But I, not like finished, I can't enjoy my, enjoy the road. Oh no, one is never that finished not to be able to enjoy the road. I found it really fascinating to be in carnival in the nighttime. For me, that was just such a massive highlight. That was just so fascinating to me. I had a blast because I'm not used to that. London Carnival finishes so early that the sun goes down when you're in your house. So I'm definitely looking forward to doing that again. I loved Juve. I kind of knew what to expect, though. Um, so it was really good just being a spectator and just watching it in its fullness and just being there. That was kind of how I took in Juve. It was my first one. Next time, I'm going to oil down and get on bad of everybody else. But doing Monday Night Mass was, was really good. We wound on everybody. Now, some wines were better than others, don't get me wrong. Grenadian men really know how to pelt waste. But others were just, you know, I had to give them the shoulder tap, like, thanks. Please stop. 
really need to go to whining school or something like that. But um, yeah, we whined out till about half one. And it all happened in my local area, so it was just walking distance. It was all good. Getting home was a, was a breeze. Tuesday was um, Carnival Day or Last Lap. The main costume parade and mass bands. I happened to watch Carnival from the boats. My new friend invited me to watch it from the boats with his friend Ash, the one who owns the bar. So we sailed around the waters, which was so cool. I never done that before. Because people, let me tell you, the sun was beating, you know. It was beating. Who was jumping up in there? That's why costumes are so skimpy. People like to complain that women are wearing next to nothing. No, it's because it's hot. It's hot, people. I don't know how those ladies be wearing those skin tone tights, you know. Forget that, because I'll be sweating in all parts. Just give me the skimpiest costume with the lightest headpiece. Because the heavier the headpiece is, the more my head's going to sweat. And I'm not having that. So we sailed around until the sunset and the boats, um, the boat was stocked up with drinks and snacks and thing. And it was really, really nice. It was so super duper cool. Never done that before. I had a blast. Then we docked in the carronage and just wind from the roadside. That was even better. And there were no stand there were no standout bands for me to be honest. Um Grenada Carnival is quite small compared to TNT for example. And it was a lot smaller than I had expected it to be. Um the road is basically up and down one long street. So it will go to town and then kind of turn back round and then go back again. Uh the road look, the route used to be much longer, but that changed due to reasons I do not know. Probably those who don't like carnival and the mess that can come with carnival, and particularly juve mess. Um, carnival went on till about two, you know. Carnival went on to about two, but it was nice. I loved it. I loved Grenada Carnival. It was really safe. Even locals were happy with how safe it was. There were no issues. There had been no issues at all. And what's really ironic, no matter how hectic the crowd gets because everybody's getting on bad yeah people are whining on everything walking up on every object hectic mayhem mayhem drunkenness there's very little police presence which was quite refreshing and i noticed the same when i was in rio as well ironically rio has a serious crime problem and yes police are around but they're really at kind of key points like the subway station information point or the wider part of the route like you could get a million people at one block party in one area of Rio during Carnival Day and have very few police. Yeah, there's stewards and there's band security, but it's not flooded with police like how it is in London. Um, and in Grenz, it wasn't, it wasn't over-policed either. It was like more, obviously more revelous than police, much more, unlike London. But I'm definitely looking forward to doing Grenada again. I'm still deciding if that's going to be next year, but um, it probably will be. <laughs> it probably will be. To stay somewhere decent in a good location, I paid £35 per night for Hotel Transylvania. 
which was not decent. The location was. And I thought that was expensive for what I got. Yeah, I got breakfast, but you know, I told you I was on Animal Watch. Place falling apart, floorboards just, you know, mind where you step, you might fall through to the earth. And yeah, I thought that was way too expensive. I mean, I stayed in some nice hotels in South America for like £12 a night. Nice, bright, double bed, twin double bed suites, AC, breakfast, tea on tap, central located. Okay, they didn't speak English, but hey, I worked with it. Uber always knew where to drop me off and pick me up. But Hotel Transylvania weren't worth the £35. Not US dollars, not EC dollars, I said pounds. I think that that was a liberty. But its draw is, A, it was probably the last place standing for everybody else because it was full. And the location. Like I said, everything was just walking distance. Even if you're not a big carnival person anyway. Even if you're not a big carnival person, I would definitely recommend Monday Night Mass. It's a nice flex. Juve is an acquired taste. And for a non-carnival person, it might be a bit too much for you, especially Grenada Juve. But I would definitely say Monday Night, Monday Night Mask is a nice flex. Now, although Juve starts at the crack of dawn, it ends around the time the sun is at its highest, then it's hot. And people are covered in oil and paint and shit. I found that, that that's hot. I found out after the fact that there are actually several duvets in different parishes and each one of them is kind of different from the other on different days as well. So duvet can't done. Duvet can't done during carnival period. There's quite a few. So next time I go back, I'm definitely going to take in the other ones. I took in town duvet. Like I said, it was on my doorstep, but a few other duvets are definitely going to see me next time. But a Monday night mass... Nice flex. And as it's in the night, the temperature's lowered. It's nice, man. It's a good look. I, I, that's my, that was my favorite. Wednesday. What did I do when, oh yeah, Wednesday. I went to a boat party in the early evening. I had a ticket for another day party, Sun, Sand and Soka, I think it was called. Yeah, uh, that was definitely what it was called, I think. A, I was tired. And B, we talked about time already, people, several times in this one episode. And that started at 4pm. There wasn't going to be anybody there at 4pm. No one wasn't even going to be there till at least six. However, I had tickets to Rum Runner and that was meant to be kicking off at 7, 7.30. The boat was meant to be sailing. It's a sailing boat. So obviously I didn't want to get left behind. So I need to get there in good time, according to the flyer. So the window between the two was too close. I wouldn't have made it. Um, not on public transport anyway. So I decided, let me just scrap the first fret. I have no idea how it went, how it turned out. 
So anyway, I get to the boat party in good time. It says 7.30 people. 7.30 turned into 9.30, 10 p.m. before the boat moved. And you know the facey people event ended the event at midnight same way. I was so vexed. That was a dud party. The event was doo-doo people. The saving grace for me was the guy, the artist named Vaughn, he's got a tune called Trouble in the Morning. If you miss me in the morning. No, that's not the song. That looks like trouble in the morning. Something, something, something. Yeah, him. He performed. That was really good. And the artist, Brother B, don't ask me his songs, but he was good too, actually. Um, they made the night for me, to be honest. I mean, the, the boat was so empty, they practically gave the food away for free. No, they did give it away for free. Um, and they had the audacity. This is the greediness of some people, you know. They ran two boats on the water that night, two rum runners. Neither one of them was packed. Why? And they both flopped. The greed is real. But um, I actually met um, another sister on the boat. She's from London. I am Bianca MacDonald is her is her Instagram handle. And it was so cool. We exchanged details and um, we just hung out and we enjoyed the fete together, which was real cool. So Thursday, did I do Thursday? Thursday, I was invited by my new friend and his friends to do a little quick whistle-stop island tour. He was taking his friends around before they, they flew back to Canada. And we went to a place called the Annadale Falls, which was really beautiful. Oh, that was beautiful. And there were some professional jumpers putting a show on, jumping from the top of somewhere into the water, you know, for dollars. But it was, you know, it was good to see. And then we went to Grand Etang Lake, which is in the parish of St. Uh, Andrew. And um, apparently evidence suggests that the Granitang Lake is connected to the Kikim, Kikim Jenny or Kikim Jerry submarine volcano. Something like that apparently so it's connected to a volcano of some kind, of an active volcano. Okay. Nothing was erupting when we went to visit. It was really, really pretty. Um, and it's in like a national park and we were looking out for, for monkeys, but we didn't see any. So Friday, what did I do on Friday? Friday, I went fishing for the first time ever in life. It was like five o'clock, 5.30 a.m. Um, I went with my new friend fishing and um, his friend has a boating business and he charges in the region of about 200 US dollars per person for like this fishing tour. Fish or no fish, yeah. If you catch fish, you catch fish. If you don't, it's 200 US for you, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got the, I got a real bring in. 
So I didn't even know that until after the fact. And he invited me, he's like, come along again, fishing to my shower, come now. I'm like, I'm not missing that. So we went fishing, I finally caught one. I was the last person to catch any fish, but that was cool. So I caught a fish. And then that evening we went to like a cool down party at a place called, a restaurant and bar called Prickly Bay. And it was like a mature vibe. They had a live band and yeah, they had a live band, although the barbecue menu is um, the big draw. It was really mainly the live band, which was really cool. It was hard to eat there because the place was ridiculously packed. You can't find a table. Like it's a big, it's a very popular event. So you might want to eat before you go to Prickly Bay on the Friday after Carnival. Just eat in advance because the service is a bit of a joke. But, you know, the food's decent enough when it arrives, but you will have to wait a long time. So that was nice, man. They had like a local, like a local covers band on. Really nice. Played all the, performed all the popular songs and then they had a DJ set. And as I said, it's like a mature crowd. So people were sort of dressed up, but it was nice. It was a real, real nice vibe. I quite liked that as well. So on Saturday, I met up with um, my friend who I met on the Rum Runner. I am Bianca McDonald, which was super cool. And she said, we're going to go to the Springs. We're going to go on an island tour and we're going to go to the one of the Springs. I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. So said, so dumb. We went on our island tour. Unfortunately, it had rained heavy the night before and early that morning. So it was kind of a bit difficult to drive out into the country parts. And um, she was advised not to drive out into the country parts with just she and I because of the terrain, etc. So um, we just saw a few sites. We did go into the country parts though. Saw some beaches, saw some event spaces. We went to look at um, some other quite luxury hotels as well. So, you know, when I come back next time, I can upgrade. Um, and we went to, we went to the town called Grenville. We picked up a few bits and pieces, like we ate, we got some, some bits because it was nearing the time for me to go back. So picked up some CDs and stuff like that, bought some jewelry. Yeah, man, and then we went on to the Rivers Rum Factory. The, it was closed, I was so upset. They, didn't, they don't run tours on the weekend. They only run tours Monday to Friday. You'd think Saturday they would, but no, they don't. So I just explored the grounds myself. It's quite a big site, very, very big. What appears to be an old plantation. I'm sure somebody's gonna correct me and say, no, it's not a plantation. It was a purpose-built site, you know, specifically for the rum factory. Looks like a plantation to me. But yeah, it's still very much in use and they still use a lot of the old um, traditional methods to make the rum when we were on the site they still had these massive massive cast iron pots just sitting on fire still you know bubbling up water and bubbling up sugar etc so they still use a lot of the old techniques you can see a lot of the um the cane pressing machines as well 
that looked like they could still be people operated. But it, it was nice to see, got some good pictures and stuff. There's a lot of, they use a lot of cane. They use a lot of cane. It was just nice, it was cool to see. I'm a big, I'm a rum fan. So I liked, I liked being there and taking it all in. We also went to a place called the River Antoine, which is a river. And we saw it from a bit of a height, like a, a hill. We didn't do the kind of jungle trek thing which you can do, but it is a beautiful site. It is a beautiful site. Maybe, um, in fact, definitely next time I go, I'd like to do the trek around it. It was really, really beautiful, really, really beautiful. It, it was like, you're looking at it and you can't quite figure out where you are. It's like Caribbean, Middle England, New Zealand. Hmm, it just, you couldn't place it from a photograph. You would never be able to quite place where in the world you are. It was very beautiful, very, very beautiful. And then we went to the Sulphur Springs. So the Sulphur Springs is another, it's like a small springs. I don't know how old it is, but it's not one of the waterfall type springs. It's basically like a patch of land and they've discovered water in the ground and so we went there we got there we got there fairly late in the evening it was still bright but it was in the evening and we met with the owner we got chatting away the own well the land owner the site manager i've forgotten his name he's got a really mad name he has very few teeth in his mouth so if you go there and you see the man with a few teeth in his mouth it's him so he, he gave us like the backstory to the site. He said, you know, people have been trying to take the site off him. You know, he's the one that's been maintaining it. He's the one that's kind of created this attraction. Um, he's been taken to court several times. People are trying to basically take the land off him and make it into something bigger and better. And I guess that for them to be able to make more money off of it. But it was really nice. It, it, it's kind of, I know that people make out like, oh, it's really small or not really worth going to. That's a lie. Definitely go to the Sulphur Springs. It is well worth going to. So we get there and he gives us a quick tour around and there's about five little ponds in the ground. And he's like, rub the sulphur on, wait for it to get dry and literally put this sulphur which came from the ground, mixed with, with water, rubbed it on, let it get hard and clay, cakey clay-like. And then we go into the different ponds and rinse it off and there's little bubbles, little bubbling, little bubbling bits in the pool, in the pond. It was so cool. And then you've got a little warm bit and you've got a cool bit. It was cool. Just these little ponds, we're just bathing in the earth. It was quite fascinating. So we had a little bathe off. And then the final rinks he helps you with because they found, they've dug down about 13 feet and found cool water, cool, clean water, about 13 feet below. So they throw the bucket down, scoop up the cool water, rinse you off. That was really cool. And then afterwards, he greases you down with cocoa fat, like pure cocoa fat. Oh my gosh, you could eat your own self. I'm walking up and down just smelling like chocolate. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. So, 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 so cool. 
Sulphur Springs, I definitely recommend it. We were there rinsing off in the moonlight. That was just so beautiful. And the stars were out and the moon was out. Oh, wow. It was just, it was like a moment. I wish I could draw it. I wish I could draw it and stick it on my Instagram. It was just so beautiful. Real, real beautiful moments. One of the little special moments. I'm super duper grateful um, to Bianca for making that happen. It was really, really cool. Really cool. So then in the evening, um, I don't know how we still had fire in us, in our little energy. I don't know how we had energy to go anywhere. But we, we drove around town and we ended up at some bar. We were all too knackered to even remember which bar it was. Oh, bananas. It might have been bananas we ended up at. Yeah, took up, you know, enjoyed it, had a few drinks. Um, because by now, things were starting to quieten down. Everybody's going back to the foreigners, are going back to their respective homes, the US, Canada, UK. So, Fets were not as packed, but it was still good. Music was good. Vibes were still there. Everybody's still on the tired vibe. And then we went on to Wall Street to go and get some food. And I bumped into somebody else I knew. And then we were just chatting and drinking and just enjoying the vibe. It was nice. So Sunday, Bianca had invited me to breakfast with her and her family, which was beautiful. We went to the Radisson Hotel and we had buffet breakfast, which was really, really nice. I I went four plates deep with the buffet breakfast. Yeah, I'm like, it's buffet breakfast. Why would I not? So I had like a fruit plate, I had salad, I had salt fish and pumpkin for breakfast. I had a roti, bakes. I brought cakes home. Yeah, man, it was good. And then in the afternoon, I went to the beach. Yeah, went to the beach, Grand Anne's beach, and enjoyed. It was good. Monday, I did my shopping and said my goodbyes. And then Tuesday, it was all over. It was all over, people. Bye, Grenada. See you soon. Let me just apologise again, people, for the madness of the episode. The technical problems, the location madness, the length of time it has been to get the episode out. Let me apologise again. Follow me on Instagram at HotfootRomes. Follow me on Twitter at HotfootRomes. Um, did I give you the update on the blog? Yeah, there's no blog right now, people. There just isn't. But it's coming, though. But it's just, it's just not here. And um, I'm going to do some bits and bobs on my YouTube channel. But there's a lot of things to think about when you're making a podcast. Stuff I didn't really think about before. It's not just chatting. I can do the talking bit. That... That I quite like. That comes quite easy and naturally to me. But the rest of the stuff. Oh my goodness. Putting it all together, people. It's grafting, man. It's work, it's work, it's work. I like it. But it is work. It's more work than I had anticipated it would 
would be. But it's all good. It's all good. I do it for the love. Do it for the love. I'm gonna do it for the likes. Oh, I'm gonna put that into this. I'm gonna put that in the podcast. Wait, I'm gonna do that. Anyway, show's over. See you soon. You know when you hear this quote, show's over. Those who roam are not always lost. Keep roaming, people. Bye. Don't come overnight